0: Teachers are leaders, and we're here to emphasize the good in education, one practice, method, idea, or trend at a time. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Teachers Are Leaders podcast brought to you by the Warren Instructional Network, and I'm your host, Andrea Coachman. Okay, today it is... An absolute privilege to be sitting here with Jennifer Saravalo. Thank you, Jennifer, for being here with me today.
1: Oh my goodness! Thank you for inviting me, Andrea. I always love chatting with you.
0: <laughs> it is fun. We we definitely can dig into all the things, and I always learn something when I am chatting with you or listening to a workshop. So, well, thank I appreciate you. that. Yeah, happy to be well, here. Thank you. So, gosh, Jennifer. First thing, so you. Oh, I'm pretty positive. Anybody who is listening to this knows you and your work, but just to emphasize a couple of the things that really stick out in my mind. So first let's, I mean, celebrate that your first edition of Reading Strategies was a New York Times bestseller. It has done phenomenally well and has been a resource for classroom teachers across the world in supporting that you know, supporting teaching reading in kinder through eighth grade classrooms. I love, I love that. But in addition to reading strategies, um, you have published, gosh, writing strategies, and then reading conferences, teaching writing in small group, understanding texts and readers. And then one of my personal favorites is the complete comprehension, the independent reading assessment for fiction and nonfiction. I don't, there is not, another resource out there that can support that how do we know what kiddos can do in a in a novel so that is just phenomenal but kind of taking it back i mean you started as a new york public schools teacher like you taught in new york public schools that is amazing i did i went
1: right from i went right from college packed up a u-haul drove to new york oh my, my first apartment and could not wait to get started and i taught in Brooklyn for a number of years, and then a school not too far from uh, Columbia University on the up, 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 Upper West Side. in Yeah.
0: Wow. And so then moved into writing, moved into consulting, and then, and now, I mean, throughout the years have been consulting and have your own consulting team, and you guys support districts and teachers, campuses, not just in the United States, but the United States and Canada, which I think is really cool.
1: <laughs> and a little bit of Latin America too, which is oh my extra, gosh, extra cool. Yeah. Three of the people on my team are bilingual, which is, wow. I, I love visiting them in the, in the classrooms and hearing my strategies in Spanish. It's a
0: thrill. I'll never get yes. tired of it. Yeah. Well, and I didn't even mention, I mean, reading and writing strategies is also available in Spanish.
1: Yeah. And really French and Chinese. How cool is yeah. that?
0: Well, I didn't even know that. See, I have you
1: seen the Chinese one? It's it's like they did a shrunken version of it. It's so cool. Again, such a thrill. Yeah, it's really cool. Yes,
0: that is so awesome. Gosh, well, so, and now, I mean, so, okay, we talked about all the things where you came from where you are, but most recently we get to have and to use and to implement and to share reading strategies 2.0. 2.0. Yes, (laughs)
1: I'm so excited about this book. It was really like a year of full time work um, with some amazing people that helped me with charts and research and editing. And um, it was a great, great, great year spent working on this. And uh, it's just so great to have it out. There's just this wonderful feeling when you finish a book, it goes into production, and then one day it arrives in your house as an actual book. <laughs> you know, yeah. also, right? It
0: never out. gets old. Yep. No, no. I can't even imagine you get to touch it and feel it and flip yep. the pages and like exactly your idea came into fruition, which is gall, oh, that's yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. I love that. But so thinking about I mean you as an educator and then you know you in your own classroom with kiddos and then moving into you know a position to where you can support thousands of students in your work with teachers and you know teacher leaders and districts think think through all of those years mm. and try this is hard try to pinpoint like a, a favorite memory or a favorite group of memories or just something that like you know why you why you keep doing what you're doing
1: mm. that's a very hard question it's a <laughs> lot of a lot of moments in life to synthesize to think through Yes. <laughs> And one of the things I love is to work with really new teachers. Mm -hmm. I love working with teachers who are brand new to the profession. Oftentimes I find um, they have a lot of great ideas and a lot of passion and a lot of information in their heads from their um, college program or master's program. And then... They get into the classroom and try to implement some of them and really benefit from guidance. I love working with brand new teachers so much because I remember being a brand new teacher and I did not have anybody helping me and I wish I had. So I think I just have this ability to really empathize with exactly where they are. They want to do right by their kids. They've got great ideas, got amazing energy and the day-to-day nuts and bolts of making it happen. I I love helping them. I love helping them with structures,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: predictable, repeatable structures that work again and again and again, with strategies that are easy to implement, that take some of the research they learned in college and like, oh, this is what it looks like with kids. I can do this and make it feel doable, makes the teacher successful, makes the students successful I don't always, I, you know, I, I love working with all teachers. I don't want to say, I don't, you know, of love all those teachers that have been in the profession longer, but I think that's my favorite is, is new teachers or brand new schools.
0: Well, and that, you know, I feel like hearing you say that makes a lot of sense because when I think about your books, they are very teacher friendly. I mean, they are set up in a way to be a support, to be kind of like that professional learning tool in your classroom. I mean, it is, you know, structured to give them that guidance that they need. So I could, I can definitely see how that, why Do that, that yeah. be something you love and what's kind of pushed you forward. Yeah,
1: I mean, even even though I don't have a classroom myself anymore, I still am in classrooms all the time, and I will never forget what it felt like being a teacher day to day in a classroom. And so I think I approach every. Um, writing challenge that I give myself like every new topic that I write about every new kind of book I make with this um, with this directive to make sure that it's realistic and practical and very immediately usable um, because teachers are just really busy a lot of mandates a lot of demands right so it's got to be something that they can pick up and really easily use right away
0: gosh yes well Success. We can check that box. Box off. <laughs> it has been achieved. <laughs> Thank you. So then, thinking about that, and thinking specifically about reading strategies 2.0, because that one, I mean, just came out this month and is already sold out. But that's okay because we're getting more. But <laughs> how did that? What? I mean, you have so many people have the first edition, but now we have the second edition. What kind of pushed you into? revising that. Why did we need a second edition? What is what is different? How, you know, how can that help those teachers who already have the first edition?
1: That's a good question. Yeah, I I would not take the time to update something unless I felt like it was worth it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: unless I felt like there was so much new stuff that I could contribute
0: mm-hmm.
1: that it made the made sense to spend the amount of time it takes to do this kind of I, I don't even want to call this a second edition. It's a dramatic rewrite, right? Um, it's, that's why I called it 2.0. It. You know, like you come out with a whole new operating software and it just like right. looks different. It feels, you know, um, it's really, really, really different. So you asked what some of the differences are. Uh, I'll start by saying what's the same is it's color coded, it's bright and colorful and cheerful, you know. <laughs> So people that are familiar with the first edition, each chapter has its own color. It's the same chapter titles for the most part, 13 different chapters, each focus on a goal. But across the strategies, not a single one has gone untouched. Mm. Every single page has changed. Wow. A hundred of the strategies are completely new and the other 200 have had such overhauls that you might not even recognize them. Wow. So even if the idea, the core idea is the same, the, uh, the way I articulate the strategy, it's just tighter and more streamlined. The lesson language example has new mentor texts. There's research links on every single page that bring um, relevant peer-reviewed research to back up every single idea in the entire book, which I think is a really important thing to be doing in today's day and age yes. with the focus on reading science and making sure that our work is really research-based the entire getting started chapter is completely rewritten also to provide a research-based foundation that getting started chapter alone has 150 citations in it there are um what else is new oh huge huge change is i organized every chapter according to skill progressions so it makes it even easier to find strategies within the chapter people have been saying that's the game changer for teachers that's the thing that they're latching on to the most is that instead of flipping through 30 different ideas about fluency. Mm-hmm. They can go to the skill progression, see the specific scenario that best describes the student they're working on or that best aligns to the standard they're trying to teach. Go to the right-hand column, see the four strategies that match it, go right to it and start teaching.
0: Wow. So, so even more usable than it was before. Exa- yes.
1: Yeah. So as 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 easy as it was to use before, it's even more um streamlined and i hope it saves teachers planning time and prep time and makes the teaching most importantly really aligned to what your students need or really aligned to the standards that you're trying to address if you're using these strategies for whole class teaching. Wow. So so uh, yeah it's yeah 420 pages and of the 420 200 are completely new and every other page has had such dramatic revising that it feel it's going to feel very new. But wow familiar to those who have the first edition. It's not gonna right. you're not gonna be disoriented using it. I tried to retain the same design and formatting. So that part's the same, but the content is really, really freshened up and new.
0: Mm, well that's very exciting. I think, you know, you mentioned, you know, this day and age and with reading science and you know working to make sure that the message that we're putting out and the this the strategies, you know, the book, whatever it is that it's aligned. And I think, you know, we talk a lot about whatever it is as a parent or in your job or whatever, you know, the more, you know, the better you do. And like, you know, we have to make adjustments and, and make moves to, to grow. And it it sounds like that reading strategies 2.0 has (laughs) done exactly that.
1: That's, that is what I tried to do. And I think, I think I was successful. I feel really proud of how it turned out. Really, really grateful to the people who helped me. I wanted to give a shout out to especially my research assistant, Gabe Della He was incredible. We worked together for a whole year, finding, summarizing, sorting through all this, all these research studies, 700 citations ended up in the, in the second edition.
0: That 30, is my blowing, pages. right there. It's
1: like 30 pages of references in very small font. Um, yeah, th- there is a lot of research in here and I could not have done that in such a short time period without um, a really knowledgeable, incredibly hardworking assistant. So, yeah, I told him I never want to do another book without a research assistant. Nice. Like a really good, it's a really good I don't know. It's just a really good test of practice. Uh, you know, the, these things that you you think work. Let's yeah. look to the research to make sure they says it this way. Is there a way to adapt this idea so it's a little bit more research aligned, or letting go of certain things that are less research aligned and adding in stuff informed by or inspired by the research? It's a good it's a good exercise, I think.
0: No, I totally agree. I feel like it's it it makes it more like a living, breathing thing mm-hmm. than just something that you know was good it now remains current and it yes. I mean obviously through 700 citations in the pages like that is so in my mind I'm like I'm picturing you and your research assistant, like sitting there digging into the papers and like you know marking up and noting and it's just like piles and piles of paper that's what it looks like in my brain
1: it actually was all Google Google folders okay. I have every article downloaded in a Google folder Wow. Yeah. A lot of it's a lot of articles in Google folders. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it is. I feel like that's one of those that will maximize or max out your
1: yeah. I have upgrade my storage
0: <laughs> space.
1: <laughs> Probably just because yes. of that. <laughs> folders. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yes.
0: Okay. So thinking thinking about that work and, and how I mean, obviously powerful, relevant, and useful that is, what is kind of like a message to share with teachers? I mean, why? why go out and get reading strategies 2.0 obviously there's a ton of differences but like what was the why it needed to get done i mean just the relevancy the you know reading science the current state like i don't even know is there one thing that could pinpoint that like what do we need to do with this and why
1: yeah i mean i think that there has been for a little while now um a real renewed focus and attention on Research, for sure. I think that's really good. Um, mm-hmm. While I've always read research, I'll be honest—I've never read this much research <laughs> that I didn't read this particular <laughs> book. So I thought my books, you know, i ah. them, and this one really, really has research in it. Um, <laughs> so I felt like you know, teachers are being asked to make shifts in their practice. They're being asked to align to the science of reading or reading research, and in many cases you can't even get the research firsthand. right? You're hearing secondhand from people what the research says and their own interpretations of it. And I wanted to just really go back to the source. I wanted to read the actual peer-reviewed studies. Say, is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> is that what it actually says? And I wanted an expert in reading research, a PhD to yes. tell me, yes, that is what it actually says. Or mm, that's actually not, a, not an accurate you know, interpretation of what it says. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to be able to translate it because then you get these paper. I don't know if you've tried reading some of these peer reviews. They're often very dry. They're filled with (laughs) statistical methodology that, you know, many of us haven't studied at all or haven't studied in quite some time. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of pages to wade through um, and it's not really written in a way that's ready to use for the classroom. Right. I felt like for this moment, teachers need to understand the research and that's why on every single page there's a research summary Yes, but don't need to sit and read 30 pages of seven hundred studies like no.
0: Did. oh no thank you guys <laughs> for doing <laughs> that <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, to be able to figure out what am I teaching tomorrow yeah and so there needs to be this connection to research and actionable doable things in the classroom and I wanted to make sure that In addition, right, that we when we talk about the science of reading, we're talking about the science around engagement motivation. There's a whole chapter on that. We're Mm -hmm. talking about the science around speaking and listening skills and having good conversation. We're talking about the science around helping kids to understand texts and read with fluency. We're talking about all the, of course, word level reading too, which has gotten the most attention. All of it matters. Mm -hmm. Vocabulary development, emergent reading development, Attitudes toward all of that matters. So I wanted to make this book as, you know, comprehensive as the first one is, addressing all those areas and helping people to see the very direct, clear links there is to the research, mm-hmm. so that they could feel confident that these ideas were, um, you know, aligned to what research says, but not make a book that's so research heavy that you can't actually use it and do something right. with it. So no. it, was a, it was a challenge to keep the practicality of the first edition. Um, while also bringing that research in. So if people are interested in seeing, you know, like how those research links appear, I think there's some sample pages on the the reading. What is it? Hein.pub slash RSB2. Um, It's site for the the 2.0 edition. So you can take a look at some sample pages there. It's not on, for some reason, Amazon has not put the sample pages up yet. So you can't see it there. You um, probably can on the publisher website.
0: Okay. Well, I'll definitely link that in so if people haven't already ordered their coffee then they can check it out but I think and I wrote down in my notes because I like to take notes but that go back to the source I feel like that is such an important thing and it's hard it's it's easy to get away from that in our current world with all the technology and all of the you know this side coming out and that side coming out so taking it down to that very simple piece going. Back to the source, showing this strategy. Here's the research that supports it. Continue to go forth and support your students, knowing that this strategy is supported by research. That's huge.
1: And not just say research shows, use the strategy to say. Servetti, White, and Wang in 2007 yes. a study that says, da, 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 da. And here's how I can look in the class, like very specific studies, not yes. generally research says that was what I wanted to make sure this is good for people. But the second thing, the second like urgency, I think was around the way that teachers were responding so positively to skill progressions, which I actually published for the first time in a teacher's guide to reading conferences. Mm. I have these skill progressions that you can download and use as note-taking forms. And teachers kept saying, oh, you're so, so helpful. And I was doing PD with teachers, showing them how they can go through the reading strategies book to find strategies. And they would mark up their um, skill progression, note-taking form from a teacher's guide to reading conferences with the strategies that help you move from step to step. And I just did that so many times. I was like, this is a lot of work. Why not just do it for people? Which strategies go with which particular conditions on the skill progression? And also doing that exercise had me realize there's a few steps on the skill progression where I don't yet have a strategy in the strategies book. Mm. So by, by organizing the strategies, according to the skill progression, it allowed me to see opportunities for certain areas of, of growth and development within a goal where there needed to be some additional strategies. I'm trying to think of an example of one, like in the first edition, I don't have any strategies for fluency around pitch. I also don't have any strategies around how to internalize oral reading fluency. Once you start reading in your head, those were, those were moments on the skill progression of things I was hoping for, you know, that kids should be able to do as they develop as fluent readers. And I was like, Oh, I don't have a strategy for that one yet. So in the new edition, every step on the skill progression has a handful of shot, a handful, not just one, but a handful that help wow. you from one step to the next. That so, it's yeah, I think it's, I think it's gonna be a, a real help for teachers, teachers that have already used it are like, this is a game changer. It's going to make things so much easier for me.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I feel like I can speak on behalf of all teachers who have it and say, thank you for doing the hard work. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I will. I love writing, first of all. So thank you. And I love helping teachers. I
0: love yeah. being in support of teachers. So it is awesome oh, honestly that is awesome i love it well thank you again for being here with me and talking with me and just sharing you know we just we just stuck our toe in but just a little bit about the work that you do and the why and why you're continuing and where it's going i really appreciate it
1: oh my pleasure thanks for having me
0: and so for everybody else and i want to put these this information in the notes as well so you are very accessible to people. I think that that is also one of the things that is so awesome about the work that you do is that, I mean, through Instagram, Twitter, your Facebook community, um, people have been able to just to reach out, to ask questions, to see the work. I mean, I feel like that was the the Facebook group, I think was the first time I saw information about Reading Strategies 2.0 coming out. I was like, oh, golly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm Jay Saravallo on Twitter, Jennifer Saravallo on Instagram. And I, my Facebook group that I'd love you to join is actually a brand new one. It's called the Literacy Strategies Community. So mm-hmm. Literacy Strategies is the one where I'm most active now. Um, my publisher has taken over the other one. So um, that's where you can find me. And I do try to answer questions and interact with people
0: and do that. You do. I mean, it is. Ama- I feel like that's another amazing thing. It's very easy to get caught up in all the other stuff that you do. So then to still maintain that relationship, I think is, I it's very powerful. <laughs> yeah. But then also your website, your, it's Jennifer Saraballo. My name
1: is Saraballo.com. and that's how you can keep updated. Um, find lots of free resources. I have yes. downloadables there. Everything's free. Contact me if you'd like to invite me or one of my colleagues to come to your school. You can do that there. And I'm starting a podcast too. Hey. Everyone has a podcast. I love it. I, know, I love not? it. I'm having so much fun doing this podcast. So, I have a podcast coming out soon. So, you can learn more about it on my website. I would love to tell you the title, but I've not landed on it yet. So, in
0: the but meantime, you'll we'll have to stay
1: tuned. You'll have to stay tuned. I want to get the title right. So, it would be to figure that out.
0: Well, I know that when it comes out, it will be perfect.
1: Thank you. The, the focus of it is connecting research and the classroom. And I'm interviewing researchers that probably a lot of people will recognize their names.
0: Mm.
1: And then having post-interview conversations with educators who are in classrooms to talk about what is the practical application from this research? What can we bring right away to the classroom? So like this new book, I'm trying to help people become familiar with researchers and their work, as well as find practical ways to bring it to their own classrooms.
0: Well, I can tell you that I will follow, subscribe, rate, review, all the things as soon as it is out. So I will star your website and be on the lookout. (laughs) Thank you so much. I love it. Well, thank you again, Jennifer. And we will talk again soon. Yes, we will. It's always a pleasure.